Hello there, welcome along to episode 60 of The Empire Strikes Back, a UK-based New York Yankees podcast. My name's Kev and I'll be hosting tonight and I'm happy to say I'm joined by four and a half, eh, three and a half co-hosts tonight, so I'll start with Jack. Are you there, Jack? I am, mate. I am, yes. Yes, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm here, but I've got a little little helper with me. I've got Thomas with me. He's meant to be asleep, but he's being a little bit of a naughty boy. So he's decided <laughs> to help me, help, help me break down the Yankees with you guys. Yeah. What's his opinion on Gary Sanchez? No, let's not go there. Um, <laughs> and I, mean, Mark, no, I, I want him to be sick then. You know, just, just <laughs> I've got Mark with me tonight. How you doing, Mark? I'm fine. Thanks, Kev. Good to be here. And of course, you've already heard Rob. So how are you doing tonight, Rob? Uh, it's good to be back. How are you guys? Yeah, it's it's nice to be back with a bit of positivity. It's been a pretty good run. Because when I say five and one, who called five and one? None of us. Mr. Negative. Mr. Negative. Mr. Negative. Yeah, I took five and one. After all my negativity, I chose five and one and you all laughed at me. Um, but yeah, pretty good week. We really should get through the games in order, but we can't. We can't really start this without talking about last night's game. I mean, just just the atmosphere. Imagine that was a full house. We've had a great week because it's AJ Hinch with the Tigers, yeah, and then and then the Astros. I mean, that is a yeah. perfect storm. That that's what you want. Uh, but but waking up this morning, I couldn't stay up and watch it last night. I'm you know I'm just too old for this shit now. But I sometimes I've got to a while where you turn your iPad on in the morning. And you're like, oh, here we go. That's <laughs> how bad can it be? And, and and luckily, my wife's working away at the moment, uh, and the kids got to see good mood daddy this morning <laughs> as opposed to shut up and get to school dad <laughs> so so it's better yeah. for everyone yeah i mean I, I got up did the same thing put the condensed game on and interestingly started with stanton hitting his bat with a hammer did you mm. see that mm. yes I, I saw that yeah at first i thought is he taking the mickey out of them hitting a bin with something and then <laughs> apparently he was just looking for the sweet spot on his bat anyway sorry i but the atmosphere was just everything you wanted it to be. You know, there was inflatable trash cans. There was, you know, signs everywhere. And the atmosphere was just electric. It was just like, even with that, whatever it is, 12,000 fans or something they've got in, they made it count and they got in their heads big time. Although, was it Bregman that put the, the home run up? He did in the first inning, yes. Yeah, yeah. But then, well, I, 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 managed, I managed to put on the game. Uh, I can't stay up for games anymore. Um, but I managed to sort of wake up around about midnight and put on the Susan on. So I had to put them on and sort of fall asleep from listening to the game. And you could audibly hear the the chants for Altuve and what they were saying. And they're, they're going, well, we can't repeat what they're saying. Otherwise, we're going to get taken <laughs> off that. the air. This and the other. But you could hear. And it did sound like it was a full stadium. It, yeah. it was amazing. Don, Don was saying... All these people, all ten thousand of them, whatever they're allowed in there, are standing like yeah. it's a, like it's Mariano's on on the mound and they're about to clinch a World Series. It's like that, and there was there was no holding back. It's what you wanted, really. And and there was quite a few reports, or not reports. People saying, "Oh, fans don't forget." It was quite a big thing. It wasn't. It's not yeah. like it's just like a, a a small little matter that no one really cared about. It was a massive thing, and. The fact that they haven't had the chance to voice their opinion at the Astros, it was a massive, it was a massive chance for them, and, they, and I think they've done a really good job of it. I think, and, and, and I'm relieved the way the result went because I think had it been the other way around, 
the atmosphere could have turned potentially quite nice. You'd, you'd hope to think it wouldn't, but it all just seemed to fall into place last night. And obviously it was very sad to see Odor clash into Maldonado, you know, as, yeah. as he came home. Um, but instead of Aaron Boone getting up and getting himself ejected, sometimes that's what you want to see. It was that hustle. It was great base running. Yeah. And they just happened to clear each other out. And it, I think it just showed that it meant a lot to everybody out there. And I think that's one of the things, as, as a sports fan, anything from your team that they're going to, they're going to put their their asses on the line for you, and there certainly seemed to be a lot of that last night. Yeah, I think there was twelve months of extra anger mm. built up and and just spilled out last night. But as you say, Jack, everyone was into it. The whole stadium. There wasn't anyone sitting on their seat. Everyone was up, and everyone just kept the noise going, kept it going. Every time they were up at that bat, they never let them settle. And by the way, when you talk about that Maldonado one, he I thought you weren't allowed to block the plate anymore. He wasn't trying to block the plate. He, what mm. he did was the ball came in and it went loose, and he was just trying to recover it. It, it was just a pure accident. There was, yeah. is, is it something like the natural, natural path of the ball? If it takes the catcher over the plate, they can, as long as they're in the motion of fielding the ball, they, they, right? they can it? be there. But there's yeah. no, there's none of this like planting themselves at home plate now, whether the ball's coming to them or not, kind of thing. I think that's right. Yeah, but. He, he did nothing wrong, and neither yeah. did Odor. It, it was, was just, one of them things. He, he reached back to try and find the ball, and just happened to find Odor's doors neither. And he's so, got quite lucky, I think. I think there was a report from Marley Rivera come out saying he's he's on the. There's no like actual damage to the knee. He's on he's on the IL from what I've seen report so far, okay. but there's no like serious damage to the knee. So hopefully it's a case of just sort of resting it up for the ten days, and he can be back. He'd be back playing, otherwise, had, it could have been season ending, couldn't it? That one, yeah. I had initially thought it was his ankle that had got it the way his kind of leg got tangled up and the way he got up, but um, yeah, it does look like a knee injury, which is more of a worry. I thought it was, I was hoping it was just maybe a sprained ankle or something like that, which would be a quick recovery. So, for some obscure reason, I woke up at quarter past three yesterday morning, and so I got up and I've just I, thought, I watched the whole game until <laughs> about quarter to seven. Um, and yeah, the, the atmosphere in that first inning, because obviously they scored with a Begman home run. Then we replied with a um, home run of our own in the bottom of the Stanton, first as well. Stanton. Stanton, um, yeah, he's so, and, and it really set the atmosphere. Suffice to say that Jose Altuve can't, won't be expecting many Christmas cards from the, uh, the boroughs of New York. I think. <laughs> um, he was the one who got it the most. Then Bregman, then Correa, yeah, um, and everybody seemed to forget that Yuli Gurriel was on that side as well because no, no, he didn't get anything <laughs> yeah. at all. Yeah, but that's, but that's that's the thing. I I, I not enjoyed about it. I, I did enjoy it, but the it was just word. There was no as as, as Rob said, it could have turned nasty. There was none of that happened. But if if that's all they have to put up with, they they can't really complain. The fact that they're getting tiny names and this that, and the other. When you hear things about bullpen in the bullpen, the people get uh, just getting spat on that kind of stuff that they yeah. turn in nasty. You don't want that or things happening uh, at the dugout. But it's if it's just name calling and chanting, that's that's the least that they should expect, and they should have been prepared to come in and handle really. And I think, I think the Altuve thing with the with the MVP wasn't it as well? The fact that that Judge was clearly 
the MVP that year anyway, according to, yeah. according to most people. Oh, robbery, uh, absolute you know, robbery. You look at the stats, um, there's, there's about five stats, four stats, mm, where he was probably. better than Judge, but every other major stat, Judge won. Simple as that. I think they, they placed a lot of it on batting average. So, yeah, I think he had two two wins out of it. And I think that's yeah. why Altuve got, got it the most. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I think obviously there's a, there's also that thing where it looks awful like he was mic'd up last year. Not last year, sorry, the year before. And all the sort of bullshit excuses he came out with. I think he, for in my mind, he's a poster boy for the cheating for them. He just sticks in my mind as the main, and he probably isn't. I mean, Hinch and all that, they've all got to share the responsibility, but he does strike me as being the kind of main guy. Mark, can I just point something out about what you said? Sure, go ahead. I'm pretty sure it was this morning you got up, not yesterday morning. Yesterday morning. <laughs> it feels That's, like yesterday. I was going to say that how bad it feels. Like. Yeah. It feels like it was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, overall, we've got to be so positive now because Stanton's on a tear at the moment. He's just... Fire. And I think we all said that he could be the spark to get the, to get the offence going. Judges came back and just come straight in with two home runs. And it's just, you look at the top of the order now from the last few games, you know, you've got guys that are getting close to batting 300. Um, we still have the problems with guys like Hicks and Frazier and Gardley and stuff are way below the Mendoza line. And I think Adora's as well. But yeah, overall, having the top of the order, being able to do what they do, um, we're able to pick the pictures up and, and it's, it's good to see. Um, yeah, and pitching's another thing that has been superb of late. What do you so, want to do? Sorry, on you go. I was about to say, Stanton's hitting about 470 in the last 10 games, mm. isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Which is crazy, he... considering he started out the season and he could barely hit for 180. His average, pretty... is, his, average, his average is about now about 295 or something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I actually seen on an article yesterday, uh, this, maybe it was this morning actually, that for the last five, ga- was it the last five games or something, he was batting 609. Something crazy like that in the last four he's, games. It's he's had a few, few three-hit games in there yeah, as well. Yeah, it's been bonkers, but it's, it's been good and we badly needed it. And Lemayhu's, you know, he's looking back to his best again. Um, yeah, it's it's very, very positive at the moment. And and as we said, the pitching's, the bullpen looks fantastic and the the um, starting pitching really settled down now and it's, it's looking like a real strength right through the team. Do you want to jump back and we'll have a wee come, go through the games or? Yeah. Yeah. Go so, ahead. Yep. Okay. You now, the, the game that got it going was when we finished up last week um, after the podcast, we absolutely tanked the Orioles 7 0. And Domingo Herman was just lights out. He was. He yeah. was, wasn't he? I mean, that <laughs> was, yeah. And it's, um, yeah. I know he's that kind of elephant in the room, but if he's going to play, we've got to hope he's good at the end of the day, whether we agree with him playing or not. You want to see that kind of um, that kind of performance from him. Interestingly, again, as we, we talked about last week, Higashioka was behind the plate for him, um, which does seem to be making a difference. Um, but yeah. Was it seven innings he pitched, wasn't it, or something like that as well, which is... Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what you want. I, I mean... The, the strength's in the bullpen, but if you're getting an effective pitcher pitching seven innings, then that's that's and he, and he was. And yeah. you're right, it's one of those that sits sits in your crawl. But we're going to have to deal with it. And if he's going to be playing, then I want I want a good one because 
even if you hate him, it makes it easier to trade him. <laughs> uh, but that's <laughs> yeah. not, that's not going to happen. I think uh, you know it was one of those one of those games that you, you well, it's one of those seasons you need big performances from individuals, and he needed it. He need, having come yeah. back, he needed that, and and he delivered. Uh, and as much as it yeah, as, as nauseating as it actually is, and if I remember rightly, uh, Ford. Got a got a home run as well. Right. So there was there was just a few players just picking up a few. Fraser, teams. Fraser, 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 Fraser as well. He badly. And badly. Was that his first yes. of the season? Was it Fraser's mm. first home run of the season as well? But he badly. So it, yeah, a, so, a solid performance for me. I must admit, I, I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed catching up with that one. Yep, and it's um, yeah. I, I think one of the things as we go through these games we are starting to get a bit more depth out of the starting pitch. And I think that was one of the frustrations early on was, you know, some of the guys were out there in second inning, third inning, but we were struggling to get five innings out of anybody not named Cole. Um, so, yeah, it's it's fantastic. And um, I'm sure we'll talk about a bit more as we, we go through the games. But, yeah, I mean, what was it? Three home runs in the game, Shella, Ford, Fraser. Um Teams run, yeah. It was just a good, good performance. Uh, we have to kind of remind ourselves, and this was kind of my concern with the games that we've played. Was it's it's just the Orioles, and they are a pretty horrible team. But everything that we wanted, then, then the next night happened. <laughs> yeah, everything that we wanted to happen. Yeah, do you know what that Cedric Mullins is? He's a pain in the arse. What well, the that will forever be known as the. Intentionally walk Mullins game, <laughs> just 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 walk Mullins. You know, yeah, so. but he, he has he has been a real spark, and he's he's been good against us. Good player. Um, yeah, he is. He certainly seems to do it against us. So I think he, I think I read somewhere he leads the league in hits. He does. He does. So does he? he's he's no he's no. Well, he's he's not started off the season like a, like a champ, has he? Really, he started no. off a really good player and. They, they, I remember a few, was it a couple of seasons ago? They said the Orioles said that they really liked him, but his hitting needs to catch up with his defense. And judging by this season, that has that has happened, as we've always said, almost like with Tyler Wade. With Tyler Wade yeah. did hit the ball, even half decent, he would make a case for playing more often. But yeah, his hitting so just never was, this, never was it the it was the bump in that one, wasn't it? When it you, was, you, yeah. In, yeah. In the tenth, an object lesson in how not to bunt. Yeah, yeah. And this was in the tenth inning, wasn't it? So it was a man on second, yeah. man on second, right. and, and Wade's up to bat, and just he's obviously just trying to move the runner over to third, um, oh. and clearly just hasn't practiced his bunting. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably. It's that frustration again. I just feel like any time we go into extra innings now with this runner on second base, we're going to struggle. I don't know why. It just I always expect us to lose now. How many losses would it take for you to think it's a shit rule? Oh, I, I'll never think it's a shit rule. I like the rule. I just think we're <laughs> shit at it. I just think we, yeah, need, to start, we need to start learning how to play it. Yeah. I was because obviously I missed the Mark, uh, the Mike Topman chat last week. Uh, and and when you see Tyler Wade up, you're like, I want that to be Topman. Yeah. <laughs> I want I want that to be someone good. And he's uh, been pretty decent as well for he's best, yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, it was a strange trade. I still don't get my head around it. I've I've had different discussions with different people during the week about it and you know, um on another forum on and stuff and 
one guy was like, ah, oh, I think it makes sense. And I'm like, in what way? And then he's like... It's good for him. It's good for him. Yeah, but he, he's like... Um, and then he couldn't give me a straight answer after that. He's like, yeah, oh, maybe it doesn't. Again, I was like, well, I missed it as well. The only... There's two things. Tottenham's flexibility, as in multiple positions he can play, and he's got no options. Yeah. They're the only two that I can see. I can't see... Why did they trade them whereas, whereas Wade, he's got options, I believe. Must have, and he can play infield and a little bit of corner outfield as well. So I can only see that, that them being them being the reasons. I can't see any other yeah. reasons to why they didn't get anything back for him of note, really. No. So it's not like they've they've got a haul back for him or anything like that. So yeah, he pitched last night for Alta. He was okay. Yeah, okay, exactly. Yeah. He's an okay, he's an okay player. Scoreless innings. When okay. you look at his, you look at his numbers. I mean, he's going to have to jump up a lot to be worthwhile. I just think it just feels like they've traded him for nothing. And yeah, but anyway, it's um. It's Catherine done. does have a history though of strengthening our strengths, doesn't he? Yeah. As in, our strength is our bullpen. So rather so, than uh, going out and and in, and it's sort of making our weak points better, he just thinks I can make our better part, our best part, even better. That yeah, yeah, he does have a history because he's done that with like Stanton, for instance. The Stanton deal, like he made our strength because our home run hitting our, our power game better. And he's mm-hmm. he done that a couple of years ago with, with the I think with the Britain trade. He made our bullpen stronger, even though it was strong already. Yeah, I think got a was... history of doing that. So maybe he just thinks if I can just get our bullpen, which is our strongest point, even stronger, maybe that'll I you just know, want, you just wonder if um a guy with that numbers is going to add enough to it. But anyway, I mean, it's a done deal. So we just need to see what transpires through the season, if it makes sense or not. But, but so, it's fair to say that we were concerned about Rob, weren't we, Kev? You we, know, we were. We, we, we were going to send counsellors around to his house about we, it. We were. We, 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 I, we, I we wondered if that's why. For a picture the, the, yeah. the day after, and I said, I, said, I think it says, this upsets me more than I thought it would. It's Topman. Yeah. Like just stood there like, with a frown on his face in a Giants uniform, and I'm thinking, why is this annoying me more than it, it should? It's my luckman. Well, luckily, we're we're fine in centre field. There's no questions there. We've got we're, yeah. centre field's covered with a really hot bat. So yeah, yeah, move him on. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, another thing with Hicks at the moment is it it might just be in my mind, right? One of Hicks's biggest strengths is his arm. There've been some wild throws from the outfield yeah. this season, hasn't there? Have you seen they they got this they got this outfield report on the Yes Network, right? And they rank his like arm at like a C, wow. right? Like a, like a C a C or B grade. They've judged it like a A plus or A or yeah. whatever. And I thought I say I thought you Kev. I thought his arm was meant to be really 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 strong, and he can't. That's obviously gone down since Tommy John's affected that. Yeah, he's he's, he's not he's not taking his walks. He's not. There's talk that he may even stop hitting on the left hand side because he's so bad at this moment in time. Is yeah. yep. So the only thing the Yankees have got positive Aaron Hicks is that his contract is immovable. Yeah. It's not a unmovable contract. It was a very team friendly. Ten million a year, isn't it? So it's not like yeah. a, if they need to I, move him or they they get an opportunity. That's not like they're gonna have. I was just surprised no. this year at how wild some of his throws have been from the outfield because he used to be pretty pinpoint accurate. And there's quite a few times the catcher's been halfway up the the baseline to catch the the throw from the outfield. So, yeah, 
just to give an idea on 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 Hicks versus righty. So when he's batting from the left hand side, he's batting one twenty five this season, slugging one eighty eight. Um, for a side where we badly need a left handed bat, bat in that lineup for him not to be performing, and like you say, Jack, maybe potentially probably have to go back to miss being a righty. That's quite big, and it, it really diminishes his value in the team. Yeah, and Talkman just happened to be a lefty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just to bring it back to where we were, mm-hmm. but I just, I just still can't get my head around that trade. And, and I know what you the points you've made, Jack. I do think think there is probably that the, they are probably the reasons for it. But I think there's going to have to be some movement with players around. Um, Cashman's going to have to get creative. I think to to fix a few of the problems with this team, especially the lefty bat, as you you rightly point out, Mark. The fact that he's be a not great hit. place to play baseball though, isn't it? in San Francisco, that's got to be a great. Oh place yeah. To. It's when you're waiting. It's the best yeah. ballpark I've ever been to. It's fantastic. Did really you is. did you see the video of the guy on his boat trying to catch the ball, trying to get the ball, and he kept missing it? Yeah. <laughs> I just it popped up on on the MLB app as one of the videos to watch. And the guy, you know how they're out there with their canoe trying to catch the ball, and he couldn't get it. it was it was kind of amusing. I found it quite funny. Um, but yeah, still a bit of question marks over some of Boone's decision making, I think, as well, um, without a doubt, popping up in this game. But but yeah, so if we move on from the negativity to the next night, it was it sneaked sneaked by them with Cole on the, on the mound, just a tiny bit of run support that night. But yeah, um, Judge comes back. Although he did, did he pinch hit in the previous game or am I imagining that anyway yeah he did yeah, he, he did, did didn't did. he he put him in a horrible position he yeah. struck out yeah that's yeah. right yeah so if we move on to this game he came back um, slams two home runs and which was pretty much a, an offensive well, we done Palmer's we done what we outing. should what we should do against Detroit didn't we yeah we we bought the amount of runs that we should do because might well from this very Brief part of the season, Detroit are by far the worst team. I've seen oh, they are all season. Yeah. They, yeah. They've not got much going for them. Miguel Cabrera looks like an albatross at first base. Like yeah. he's there for another two years, I think. Two more years with vested in options to further that deal. So they're stuck with him. They're they're they're, they're really really. I think Matt Boyd, Matt Boyd, the pitcher. He's in. I think he might be injured as well. So yeah. They've not. Yeah, they Candelario like is the game. only one that sort of right. stood out for me. The third baseman, he seemed to get hit every time he was up, but the rest of the team looked very bad. Yeah, yeah, and it's um, I think it was just one of them nights when things just all came together for our offense as well. Um, Cole has just been utterly outstanding this season, absolutely outstanding, but um. You know, Fraser gets his second home run. Judge gets two home runs. Uh, Hicks got a home run, which he badly needed. And little Odie got a, a home run as well. So, although he's not been batting for average, he has popped him up with home runs quite a bit of door. He's been, yeah. That's, it's kind of what we expected, didn't we? And we all yeah. we all agree that the, an average of 280, 300 is not going to happen with him. But... No. He, I think he's hit thirty home runs in the in the last five, four, five seasons. I think it is or something yeah. like that. So you, you know you're going to get the power back, and 
his bat star sort of work of art. Because when he when yeah. he, he's as soon as the ball makes contact with his bat, he knows it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. There is a bit of, of imp there, which yeah. I think we lack sometimes with our um. He, we 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 tend to be a bit bit reserved on that front. One of the things I've always liked about him is he's what I would call a gamer. You know, he plays the game hard and he plays with passion. He's kind of got that Brian McCann thing about him where he's like, he's tough and he'll take anyone on and stuff like that. And I think that is a good spark. And as, you, as we rightly said in last night's game, you know, that clash at the plate, but he wasn't pulling out of that. You know, he was just going for it. And it's just, I just like the way he plays the game. He's like an honorary Scotsman, isn't he, really? He's he is. Like a... He's like <laughs> Billy Bremner. Yeah. <laughs> He's, but he is, he's just like, uh, I don't know, I, I like that about him. I like that kind of play. Um, mm. But yeah, and Gio Urshela should get a mention at the moment as well, because he's just been, he's been consistent, Mr. Consistent this year. He's just, and he's popped up with clutch hits and stuff like that. And yeah, but it was, it was a good game. I mean, it was a nice one to, nice one to watch and see the, you know, excuse me. Um, yeah, 10-0. Great stuff. Um, the next night, slightly harder work, but tie on first. Was it his first winning, first winning two, two years two. or something? Yeah, delighted for him, delighted for him. I know, as you say, it's only the Tigers, but you, you, you know, that must be a that's got to be a real you know, relief to him to get that first, that first monkey win off, monkey belt. off the back, yeah, and, his back. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he, he got himself into a few jams, but actually got himself out of them pretty well as well, which was good to see. Um, obviously not good to see him getting into jams, but good that he had the confidence to get himself out of it. And he's still a, he's still a little inconsistent, isn't he? he on, is. a, on a on a whole, but you can see the talent that they that is there once he gets the innings under his belt and he starts to uh, sort of put the injuries behind him. You can see the talent. That not only the Yankees saw, but a lot of other teams have seen. It's just the inconsistency which comes with innings pitch. Yeah, I think that will take time. I think that was there no there was no homers. We didn't we didn't score any home runs in this game if I remember right. If I'm watching that's it. right. Yeah, uh, and so that was. I think I think that was something. It was one of those. It was a, it was a bit of a battle, but it was good to see that we could actually produce a win. With the with the small ball, that seemed to be something that I think some of us were looking for. It's just nice to have that variation there. You want to, you want good pitching, but to be to be winning with the, the, the I think they did. I think they got home runs around the variety. But I, you know, it, it was it, it was an, it was nice. The problem you've got the high of the ten nil the night before, and I think it makes you think we're going to do this to the Tigers every night, and it's just. And I don't know if you think, I mean, do, do teams turn it on even more when they're playing the Yankees? Do they find an extra 10% potentially, you know? If the, uh, but um, it, was, it, it, was a, it was a good solid win, really. You're certainly, uh, I, I felt quite relieved at the end of it, let's put it that way. Yeah, I think Torres looked a bit better, um, made some good contact with the ball in good, in good um, positions. I think Judge was just... Judge was excellent, you know. I, I think, think Chapman was Chapman uh, looked absolutely filthy. Yeah, <laughs> he looked super. He's a, he's added a cutter to his repertoire. He's been, un, he? he's been unhittable all season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he's like he's like striking out like ninety percent of the bats he's facing. Something ridiculous. I mean, he's like I remember the exact stat. But it's probably changing in the last couple of days, but 
he's the he's, losses. The yeah, losses he's went up a tick as well. He's harder than he's had mm. in the last few years. He's striking out more. He's added yeah, a cutter in his repertoire as well, and it seems to be working for him. And yeah, I mean the the, the chappy is the best I've seen him look for a while. Um, Mark, no, I agree. I mean, but <laughs> what what surprised me was he was always renowned for throwing hard, and yet this season somewhere he's thrown he's found another couple of miles an hour, so he's regularly getting up to one hundred one. I think it was one I saw was one hundred two. Yeah. Um, with that cutter, so in a ten innings zero ERA, and nobody's looked even close to scoring up enough him to be honest. Yeah, he's um, he's been fantastic. I remember seeing him in Toronto the the season we first got him, and it was at that point he was still throwing one oh five, and it was that kind of weird thing where he would throw the ball, and if it was a fastball, everyone would instantly look at the scoreboard for the the radar gun just to see what he was um what was coming up on the radar, but yeah, his velocity had dropped down. He wasn't throwing that much heat, but it seems to be back there and he's added this cutter and it's, yeah, it's all looking good. But yeah, I mean, overall, as you say, we manufactured a lot of runs. We, you know, we played, um, put the ball in play when we needed to, which is, is satisfying to see because that's a lot of the stuff we haven't been doing and we went through that bad spell. Um, it was frustrating. Again, it is only the Tigers. We did give up a few home runs and, um, their their kind of stuff came late in the game when we had a pretty solid lead, but yeah, it was a wee bit disappointing to give that up. But positives out of it. Tyon looked good, pitched five innings. Um, yeah, Wilson not so good again. He's a bit of a concern in the pen. Um, but Green's fantastic. Lasaga done his job, and as we said, Chappie's been outstanding. Um, so we rolled that one on to. Um, Sunday. Yeah. So oh. somebody asked a question. I think it was Chris. What are you most looking forward to this season? Mm-hmm. And I said then, yeah. Sunday night baseball with Corey Kluber on the mound and me watching it. What do we have this Sunday? Corey Kluber on the mound, delivering eight innings, only two hits, and I bloody missed it. Um, <laughs> two family stuff. So. <laughs> So, I just had to catch the highlights afterwards. But I, I, I remember catching in with you guys on, on the chat we've got going, and I could see you was dealing. Uh, um, yeah, I couldn't watch all just family stuff going on, so I couldn't watch the game. But um, yeah, this is what you wanted out of Clue, but this was it. And I, I think we said last, last week, look, he was just the early season stuff was just getting his arm ready, getting more customers. So, three innings, four innings, five innings, building him up. The last game he had, he built, he pitched six, seven innings and looked great. But this performance, this was vintage club. This is what yeah. Cleveland had all those years. This was fantastic. That that slider is a thing of beauty. Um, yeah. So I mean, you you guys watched it live because I couldn't. So you you tell me what it was like. But it was the efficiency. It was the pitch yeah. efficiency was just superb. You, you it just all felt like this was a man who was in. Total, total, and he needed to be. In all fairness, in terms of what what we're offering offensively, apart from it, I think it was in the third. But I think it was the the first two innings. It was just straight up, straight down, straight up, straight down. It was it yeah. was brilliant. Confidence was off the chart. Mm. I, I I had the game on. I wasn't completely focused on it. Um, we we'd came back. I had it on basically had, had it on my tablet. Um, but yeah, I was just every time you watched. He was just 
hitting his hitting his marks everywhere. Um, just yeah, it was just brilliant to watch. Ten strikeouts and and he went eight innings, which you don't see that so much anymore. A pitcher going that deep these days, and and we needed it. It was good to give the bullpen, like basically give the bullpen two days off, apart from Chappie, obviously, but it gave the rest of the bullpen two days off because the next day was a rest day. So it was it was. I felt we could have I, I thought so. I, I thought he might get the shot out as well. He was he was pitching that well, and he'd been so efficient. Was it not well, eight pitches or something? It took him to get through the first inning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, it, was, just, it was. It was just. It was a thing of beauty. Yeah, it's a proper East performance series. Yeah, you talk about the London series, how it's just here, here. This was one of those that yeah. people will, you know, if he did the game, if he played like this post in a postseason game. You would be talking about it for years and years afterwards. It was yeah. it was dominance. It was pure dominance. And, and to be fair, the guy Urena rose to the challenge a bit as well. I know I know we got the win off him and stuff like that, but he was outstanding at times as well. Yeah. I think he had that shaky inning, and then he came back and was absolutely tremendous. Yeah. So yeah. it was it was a good game to watch. It was a purest game of baseball. Did you get to see it, Jack? I was doing it on um, in play runs oh, on, right. on on YouTube, oh. so. Um, sure, yeah. And I was out of there by two, in two hours and 20 minutes. Jeez, so I was yeah. out of there by 20 past eight. And normally, yeah. when you do games on that, you're normally there until nine o'clock, 10 past yeah, nine. Yeah, um, And so Dave came to me about three times, four, four, four times in the whole game. And actually, I just said, oh, Dave, that's, that's the end of the game. Ball game, Yankees win. And he was like, dear. I was like, yeah. Done, mate. Nice. See you later. I'm out of here. <laughs> it was um. Enjoy your day. You, you, you say about Kuba getting the shutout, the whole game. If I, oh God, I could be wrong. My memory could be letting me down here, but he did start to like walk. He did. There was a couple of times where a couple of base runners got on, and it was only a two-run game. So I think yeah, Boone was probably right. thinking, I don't want this to go. Him going to the ninth, give a give, give a walk, lead off or set a home run, two-two ball game. You're going to get absolutely crucified for that. So he's got Chapman well rested, throwing the way he's throwing. Um, oh, he made the right move. They were more I, than I, happy to get yeah. him out of there after eight. I'm not denying he made the right move. I just felt at the time that he was probably going to get the shot out like Rob did. But yeah, no, I mean, hindsight is by far the right move. We got the win. Chappie gets the save and everyone's happy. Because you're right, he could have come out and had a bad inning in the ninth and then it undoes undoes all the good work that's that's happened before and all the confidence that's came from it. But oh man, we just needed to see that. And if 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 that one two of Cole and him can keep that kind of form going, that's a pretty powerful one two. Um yeah. Great stuff. And yeah, uh Higashioka with pretty important hat. Stanton kept his kept his hitting streak going, and Gio just done his thing as well. It was it was a good good um a good game for a Sunday night. So Igashioka seems to have taken over. I'm not going to call him the the the, the, the number one catcher. He's he seems to be the primary catcher, shall we say? Yeah. Um, he seems to be the one preferred by uh, Cole, Herman, and Kluber. But everyone. But, one preferred by everyone. Well, yeah, but um, Jack, Jack's about so, preoccupied at the moment, so he's not so, involved. But he he does seem to be he does seem to have taken over as the primary catcher. I'm, I'm going to call it a job share. Um, I think in in one sense. But what what do you guys think about that? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, he is the number one catcher. I think he's made the job his own. 
Um, Sanchez has got a long way to come back now because I think it's quite clear that Kluber and Herman have pitched better pitching to Higashioka. I think his bat's been way more important in the lineup. So I just, it's a long way back for Sanchez from this point. He's going to have to start showing a lot of pop at some point. If he gets red hot and starts, you know, hitting the ball when he gets his chances, then it might change their mind. But at the moment, I just can't see how the Yankees can make any other decision than to, to, yeah, to sit, him, sit him more than play him. That's exactly it. If you didn't have a decent backup option, then you've got a very different looking season already. It's just that how many chances does Sanchez actually need? I actually really want it to work out for Sanchez. I would really, really like it for him to be able to shove it up all of the critics and, and find his way. And he started, you know, the first two games, he started really well. But you can't deny that, you know, Hikashioka's just playing better. And so, therefore, mm. he's got to take the... Now, in terms of a pitcher's confidence, because they, I really like David Cohn's stuff, but he was demonstrating the way that Gary goes down on one knee and it reduces the plate size for the pitcher to aim for. And that actually, that adjustment that Kratz has made for him, as opposed to the Higgy squats could be one of his downfalls this year which it, it, that's why I love his his punditry it's really really good that he explains those things really well to you and I, I don't know how much of a factor they yeah I mean I think it's got um, it's a fair point it's not something that I would have recognised obviously not having played the game but if, if Cohen's talking about it then it has to have some validity because um, you know I heard them um, What's his name? Um, Jorge Posada. Absolutely slating this one knee thing. I don't know if you heard the podcast with R2C2, but Posada just hates it. He's like, I, do, I just don't, I don't like it at all. He said, I can understand when there's no, when there's no one on base. I can see why you could do it, but we're running around base. There's no way you should have your knee down and throw from your knee. He just can't see how it, how it could work. Um, so it's it's obviously. Different different views around the game about what's the best way to achieve it, but uh, it doesn't seem to have helped Sanchez. That's for sure in terms of um, catching. It was going to be the adjustment that kind of brought him back in, but it, if it's detrimental to him, it's, it was a really really fascinating thing from Cohen about this um, because if you look at how as a, as a as a well-set gentleman myself, it's hard to spring up anyway. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to struggle to get out of this armchair, to be honest with you. Um, but but so that they've had to make these adjustments for him. But if it makes, if it means that the pitch's confidence is lower because they don't have as much to aim at, and if David Cohn can see that, and if the pitchers are saying that, is it that we're too? because we're not even that far into the season, can you make that readjustment with Sanchez or has he been training this way for such a long time that this is this is him for the season now? I just think we're at the stage, quite frankly, where uh, we, we can talk about Sanchez and we do pretty much every other week, that he could be a really, really good player. It's just that it might have to be somewhere else. You know, I, that I actually... Be, I've said it before, and I'll say it. I, I actually think it would be better for Sanchez to get away from New York. I think he could potentially get back to his best if it was away from the glare of New York and the pressure and everything that brings. Will it happen? I don't know. As I said, I think Cashman's going to have to get creative to to fix some of the, the needs with this team. 
and I could see some trades happening. But um, yeah, who knows? What's your thoughts, Jack? Do you think on Higashioka versus basically um, what we we're talking about? I know you had to go in yeah. your son, but what we we're talking about was that um, as far as we can see, Higashioka is now the primary catcher. Marks it. Marks at length, not to call him the number one catcher, but <laughs> job share. Bro. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say he's the number one. I, I, I agree. It's a, it's a job share. It's a sort of we'll we'll see sort of how how it works out. But I don't. I don't think this really is on Gary Sanchez playing bad. I think this is more Higashioka playing well to a point where they can't drop him if that makes sense you look at Gary's stats he's not yeah he's not on fire with the bat but he's every time he plays he gets a hit pretty much most of the time he draw, he's drawing his walks um, he's, he's he's not hitting the cover off the ball by any stretch of the imagination but I, I think it's more Higashioka winning more playing time than Gary Sanchez necessarily giving up or, or needing to be dropped if that makes sense in my opinion anyway I don't think it's I don't think anyone's going. Oh, you, you. I think Higgy's won more work, more playing time than Gary losing it uh, this season. Anyway, not necessarily in previous seasons, but this season, I feel that way. Here's what I think: I think Agashoka is going to catch Cole Clipper and Herman moving forward. I could be wrong, but I get a feeling that's the way it's going to be. Um, so it does limit the amount of games. I think he's going to play less games than Higashioka for the time being until he gets his bat together. Now, he's batting, what, 180? Um, yep. The slash line between the two of them is not even anywhere close to comparable. Now, I know Higashioka has played less games to this point, but I think as that evens itself out, I think Higashioka will still be miles ahead of him. Um so I just think the Yankees have got to be sensible. I don't think there's a decision to make at the moment. I think Higashioka's a far hotter bat and the pitching seems to have improved from Kluber and Herman pitching to him. So, Yeah, I mean, I, I, I take a little bit of exception when you say Gary, Gary Sanchez has been getting on, he's been hitting, well, he hasn't. He's hitting 180 and actually, no, take no, out that a... first couple of days, he's probably hitting somewhere close to 160. It's... What he is doing is getting on base better. Um, so, you know, he's, he's on base is 324. So he's doing that better, but hitting wise, you know, he's, he's, he's not there still. No, but you're not, you're not, um, Higashoka's not lighting it up either, is he? Let's, let's be honest. He's, he's playing well, but he's not like a, he's no. not, his OPS at the moment is 1.012, best in the team. It's um, he's hitting he's he's hitting 243. His average is not that high, but he's getting a lot of big hits. I don't know how many home runs he's got in the season now. Is it four something like that? Three or four. Um, and in the limited number of games Sagashiwak has had, I think he's miles ahead of Sanchez in terms of um offense. Um, and I think his defence is better at the moment as well. I, I think Gary Sanchez, Sanchez is... I just don't see how he can make a way back now unless he starts really, really hitting the ball well and forcing his way back in. Because Higashioka has forced, forced the Yankees' hand into playing him. I just don't see how where Sanchez is going to pull it back. That's that's my only thought. Oh, that's, that's, that's where he's going to put it back, is the hitting. If he starts hitting, there's, there, there's probably not going to be much of a 
much of a discussion, really. Gary Sanchez becomes the number one captain if he starts hitting. Yeah. Simple as that. So that that's your way back in. Gary Sanchez does what Gary uh what John Satin's done and somehow gets his average up to two eighty and he hits another say make that two home runs into ten, for instance. I I I think we all I think as much as I'm a Gary Sanchez fan, Higashioka is on it if they're both if Gary Sanchez hits the way he has previous years, not recently, but potential has. I don't think there's a there's he actually gets close to him offensively. Defensively, that's a different question. But Gary yeah. Sanchez hasn't been shockingly bad in the last couple of seasons with his defense. It's been about yeah. his that been about his hitting what we thought was his strength. Um, I think if he somehow does what Stan's done, gets that average up and starts hitting home runs and this that, and the other. I think you'll see more Gary Sanchez playing. I just that's, don't. That, that's I, the way I see it. I, I just don't see that happening, to be honest. I think we'll, oh, well, we, whether it happens is, is yeah. Different, is different I just think we'll have two, two seasons of get back in the team. We'll have two two seasons of saying, "Oh, Sanchez is going to get back to his best," and we come into this season. He started hot for a couple of games, and then he just seems to have went way, way, way backwards again. Now he is getting on base, as you rightly say. He's been more patient. He's taking his walks and stuff like that, but. He's getting the odd hit, but he really needs to find a way to get more consistency with the bat. And until he can really bring them numbers up, I just don't see any way where he's going to come back. It'll be yeah, interesting it's to such see. A, it's such a, it's a, it can change so quickly, as we've seen with Stanton. Oh, it, it, it can, can but the thing with Stanton was when you Stanton was in a slump, I mean, you see what Stanton done in the postseason last season. I think Sanchez has been in a two-year slump, which suggests to me that perhaps when he came up that first year, he was on a hot streak, and actually his true numbers are are way, way down on that. That was just a hot streak. But anyway, we'll wait and see. Um, one of the things I was going to talk about, actually, before I jump onto that, um, good news on Voight. He's actually playing some minor minor league rehab games, so he could be coming in soon, which is going to be a big thing, I suppose, if, if Odor's going to be out for a bit. He's playing first base tonight, I believe. Yeah, he is. So if he can get Voight back in the lineup, then you've got cover at second, you've got DJ back at second, then it makes a big difference to the lineup. So fingers crossed that all goes well. And what I was going to talk about there actually was the there was an article I posted on um Bases Loaded Facebook page and it kind of backs up what Mark was talking about last year about the offensive numbers in the league overall are at a nineteen sixty-eight level the lowest level ever. And they were talking about how much the ball was contributing to that. Um, now, one of the things that I found quite interesting in this article that I hadn't seen before was I knew the ball had they had deadened the ball slightly. But what they were actually saying is that the, the stitching of the ball was a bit more raised and it's allowing the pitcher to get more of a grip on the ball. So the spin rate this season's way up and what it's been before. And pitchers are also feeling like they can be more aggressive and they are being more aggressive with their pitches. It was quite an interesting article. It was from, I should have brought it up. Um, two seconds and I'll just quickly pull it up my screen. I'll be able to, I think it was from uh, Bleacher Report. But yeah, it was, it was, if you haven't seen it, it was on Bleacher Report. I was just saying how much harder it is this season to be an MLB hitter. And the strikeout... Um, Strikeout record, oh, it's just went off. Come on. The strikeout record has been up to, I've said that four times now. Where did it go? 
twenty. So basically, so, so yeah, there's more strikeouts than there has been. That's been a trend that's been uh, there over the past few years, and that, that we're discussing last week. You know, the, the the three true outcomes of strikeouts, home runs, and walks is probably the greatest proportion of the game that ever has been. Yeah, and th- this is the problem I think in terms of the future of the game, in terms of attracting future fans, because each of those three things, okay, whilst home runs are exciting and strikeouts are exciting, I suppose, there's limited action. What is action is when you put the ball in play, play. Yeah. and you know the fielder makes a mistake like Beckman did last night on in in the, in the fifth or sixth inning where we scored three runs on a yeah. in, 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 you know an infield uh, chopper that made about twenty feet from the plate. Um, and that's the bit that the game is now getting less of than it ever has. And that's the, I think, the issue, especially when you are the MLBC, when they're trying to attract the hearts and the minds of, uh, of the youth of the country away from basketball and football, um, which by their nature probably have done more to attract the youth than baseball has. And have yeah. more, and it wants us to have more going for it. Um, you know, basketball's done a very, very good job of, of marketing itself to uh, to the youth. Um, football, okay, football's got its issues with the concussions issues and things like that, and the nature of the game. But at the same time, still has a very, very slick marketing machine, and both have outstripped MLB. MLB even is competition as to what can they do to get the to get the the eyeballs watching the game. Um, and keep them in the game. Whilst I'm, distracted by, I'm distracted by the you saying the youth, Mark. I, I've got it. It's like, yeah. do you listen to the wireless? The, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the youth of today. It was different in my day, I'll tell you. <laughs> but yeah, basically at the moment, the the average bat, the batting average across across the game is two thirty three, which is the lowest. In the 150 year history of baseball, interestingly, the dead ball thing's definitely having an effect because you can see there's the amount of hits. I mean, you could even see you've even seen it in our games plenty of times. There's balls that you they're hitting, you're like, oh, that's going out, and it just drops that little bit short of the of the. I think we seen one with Torres. I don't know if it was last night's game or the game before, but. But yeah, it's an interesting article. It's really worth a worth a read. And, and but the thing that that sort of jumped out for me, as I was saying, was the was the to do with the ball and the spin rate. But um, the Astros got a double last night that that bounced off the top of the wall. And I've seen a couple of them this yeah. year, probably more than I've seen at this stage. But then again, they did mash some up into the up into the top tier as well. So it's just one of those. I agree with Mark. Basically, you want you want the big hitters. You you want. I don't know if we're gearing up to the point where they're going to turn around and just try and reduce the number of innings in a game because uh, home runs draw out the game, cause a long. But you know, I mean, if you want to see swings and misses, then we're certainly following a team that can <laughs> that can achieve that. Because um, yeah. it, 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 they've said from the start that, that this ball in particular is just one that doesn't carry as much. My issue with it, I'm fine with it either way. Just keep the same damn ball for the postseason. If you're gonna if you're gonna have a season with the ball, use the same style right the yeah. way through. It's when they, it's when they change it at crunch time. That's what it pisses me off. Yeah, yeah. They were saying the average fastballs up. Um, 
Yeah, so it's a lot of people have been accusing pictures of using pine tar and stuff like that, but it turns out it might actually just be a result of the, the stitching on the ball. But yeah, worth, worth the read. As I say, I'll, I'll post it on the the um, Facebook group, the Yankees Facebook group as well, because I, I found, it, found it quite interesting about where we're going this season. And I don't know if it is, as Mark said, I don't know if it's a good thing for the game. Um, I think baseball's been through this in the past when they changed the height of the mound and stuff like that and pitchers became really dominant and then they changed it again and it seems to go ebbs and flows um, between offence and, and pitching. But but yeah, um, yeah, that was pretty much pretty much all I had to talk about tonight unless any of you guys have got anything else you were wanting to bring into the... I just wanted to um, mention about the bullpen. So what, what seems to be happening is Chad Green is the go-to guy. Um, he's already pitched 17 innings, which considering when he, what, 28, 28, 29 games through, he's, he's actually quite a lot. Um, and he's lights out. He's got an ERA yeah. of just, just, just over one. Um, the other guy I want to mention is, and maybe it's because I think I was, we were asked the question a few weeks ago, who was going to be the all-star? I said Jonathan Loisinger. And he's really come on. Um, what is very noticeable with him is another of these guys whose velocity has gone up at an uptick. And I think I saw a stat that showed up in uh, half past four in the morning when I was watching the game last night that he is <laughs> fifth amongst all the levers in MLB for fastball velocity. Average fastball velocity is about wow. 97.4. So he, 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 in one game I saw recently, he's, he got over 100. Um, and he's taken the next step. So what we've now got is a situation where we've got Chad Green going in and doing an inning, maybe sometimes or well, best part of two innings. Loisga is doing the same. Um, our bullpen, on the back of those two guys especially, is looking really, really strong. Yeah, the only, the only guy who's been a real disappointment is Justin Wilson, I think, in the pen. I think everyone else in the pen has been pretty, pretty good. Were, were you I'm, expecting I'm, much from Justin Wilson? More than we're getting, I suppose. But yeah, I didn't expect him to be as bad. You got been, yeah. You're throwing Zach Britton eventually. He's going to come back into that. Yeah. You would yeah, think. Yeah. You would think that. Um, <laughs> you would think that uh, Severino, when he comes back, he's going to go into the bullpen. You would. You would think that. So if if he does come, you know, I wouldn't have thought he'd come back as a starter and maybe use him as a. A sort of a longish reliever, not too much. I don't mean to put too much pressure on his arm this season. So there's options there. I, yeah. I didn't have much expectations for Justin Wilson to be honest. No. I'm sure I'm sure Mark was gonna pick, pick Nick Nelson actually as he was gonna I'm pretty sure you <laughs> 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 I, I think I win the Weisinger and you said Nick Nelson if I remember <laughs> and, oh, yeah. and, and, and I feel sorry for Nick Nelson because he's just been thrown into so many shitty positions that he hasn't been able to I, I worry about the psychological damage you can do to a player like Nick Nelson in some of the circumstances he's found himself in this year you know uh, but he's someone who's going to be decent in the, in the long run yeah look it's like he's done a decent job as a lefty and mm-hmm. Sess has been decent as well when he's been needed. It's uh, yeah, as I say, the only one that's been a kind of disappointment is is uh, Wilson. So what were you showing us there as the game started? Top, I know, I, and that was that was uh, Mike Topman was that? Was it? Oh, yeah. oh, I said yeah. sorry, I missed that. Yeah. 
yeah. He, he got out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> true, true love stuff. never dies. <laughs> so, something, something. Get the get the Kleenex out, mate. <laughs> His missus goes away for a few days and he's, he's sat there watching every oh, month talking about I thought it was because he was crying, mate. That was that was all. <laughs> I'll, say, I'll keep my hands on the screen the whole time. There you go. <laughs> so, so now we've got now we've got some Astros action tonight then, haven't we? So who's yeah, on the mound so, tonight? It's, it's, uh, it's Gar- uh, it Garcia. Um, against Monty for a... Garcia. Yeah, I'm just looking I'm just looking at literally his sort of page on, on the on the app. It's He's zero and three with a two point seven ERA. So he must have had some bad luck to go zero and three with a two point seven zero ERA. So, no, I, I can't say I know much about him. To be honest, Mark, do you know much about him? You're a bit more. No, I don't. Baseball, no. no, not much about him. So predictions: we've got two, two against the Astros, three against the Nats before the next podcast. Eh, hey, sorry, and one against the Rays before the next podcast. So what's that? Six games. Who's going first? Four and two. Look at all four and two. And um, three and three. I, three. I will echo Jack because I quite—I don't know yeah. why, but and I know they're not actually as good as they make out. But for some reason, I quite like the Nationals. I think they got a decent first team. They haven't got much depth, but they're, they're... did you see the grand slam last night from the pitcher? No, missed was, that. Was it? Last, I think I think it was last night, maybe the night before. But yeah, the pitcher had a grand slam, picked himself up for the game. Yeah, was, I think it, it was a nice he, little bit of symmetry there. He I think knew I, it as well. It was a no doubt. Or he yeah, there's a nice bit of symmetry. I think I read. Uh, don't quote me on this, but it's something like Jaime Garcia was the last. Braves pitcher to hit a grand slam. Uh, a Braves pitcher to hit a grand slam. He was traded for the guy that hit it last night. I can't even remember the guy's name. To no, I can't, can't, I can't think of his name either. It's just. But I think that's not baseball has these little bits of yeah symmetry go on all the time, don't they? And it's quite a nice little little uh, coincidence. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Still, so, still, still won't make me want to have the DH. Maybe not have the DH. <laughs> The Nats are the Nats are one of them teams that I kind of don't like us playing against, but I'm going to go four and two with Rob. Do you want to pinpoint where where three, these wins are coming from? Uh, or three, no? three, three, three and threes looking. Is it playing the blooming Rays that annoys me because they've been they've kind of owned us recently. Um, that's why I think I think we're due to give them one I think, I think we'll I drop think... one to the Astros I think we'll beat the Astros one but win the series I, I think I think we dropped the Cole game Cole for the pitching against the Astros for the first time I think we might just drop the game I think we win tonight and we lose tomorrow and and it's a UK friendly game so we yeah. normally lose them once <laughs> Yeah, there's a couple of them actually. The two of the Nats games, the Saturday and Sunday games, are both day games. There's been there's been more day games this season than ever before. Do you know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, which like is it. there has been. It's um, which is good. Um, so I I mean generally in baseball, not just for the Yankees, but there has been more day games than ever before. Um, so hey, I'm not going to pinpoint what games we. Yeah, I'm going to go. Stuff at four and two. I think we'll drop one, one to the Rays, one to the Astros, eh, one to the Nats. 
I think we're going to drop one to the Astros because life's just that way. One to the Nats, and we're going to take the first one against the Rays. That's four and two. Yeah. I reckon. I reckon we'll lose two to the Nats and one to the Astros and go three and three. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Mark that one. I think the Nats just they're they're a team we should beat, but they're the teams we normally seem to drop games to. So yeah. All right, we'll see who was right next time then. So, all good, guys. Thanks, thanks very much for tonight. It's been enjoyable. It's great to to keep it going and have some positivity. And uh, hopefully, we're going to see much more of it. And the positivity with Voight coming back and stuff is is going to add to it. So, yeah, thanks for your time tonight, guys. (laughs) 